Good morning, good morning. This is Reverend Melcina Yancey White with Yancey Family Ministries. So glad to be with you another blessed Saturday morning. For this is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Amen. Are you going to press your way into the joy of the Lord today and to be in his presence and remember just how good he's been? Amen. want to start my good morning shout out, starting with my loving husband, Reverend Johnny White pastor of Olive Grove Missionary Baptist Church and good morning to our beautiful church family. Also good morning to my honoree sponsors brother Larry Downey and his lovely wife Linda. Always been a joy to connect with them this month and we've just enjoyed our company with them and being in service and worship together. Amen. But I have an announcement from my honoree sponsor and just want to let you know that National Prayer Date for this year is May the 4th 2023. Again, the national prayer day is May 4th, 2023. And wanted you to know that at the Granville County City Hall flagpole, 300 Wilmboro Street, there will be a gathering at 12 noon. And they're asking you to bring your long chairs to be comfortable. We will gather in the name of the Lord, okay? Again, for National Prayer Day. And all are invited prayer fervently in righteousness availeth much. Come on, prayer availeth much, and that's John 5 and 16. And again, everyone is invited at the Granville County City Hall flagpole, 300 Williamsboro Street in Oxford, North Carolina at 12 noon. They're inviting the education, family, businesses, government, churches, and military to come to this national prayer event right here in Oxford. Amen. I know you're going to press your way in I don't know about you, but I'm so glad somebody prayed for me, and I'm so glad I know how to go to the Father on my own. Amen. Because we all are witness that prayer changes things. Amen. If you will go with me, I'm going to go right into the word. I'm still in Luke 24 and 1 and hope to be able to play a song because I've been talking about total recall. Amen. And I've been using the scriptures again in Luke 21, 1 through 9. I've also been, been in John 14 and 26. But again, talking about total recall to be able to remember because here in Luke 24, the word of God say, and he is not here. This is what the angel said to the women that came to prepare Jesus' body. Um, he said he is not here, but he is risen. And the angel said, remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee saying the son of man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and a third day rise again. And they remembered his word. And when they returned from the tomb, they told all these things to eleven and all the rest. And again, I'm dealing with total recall. Amen. Total recall. That means that I am in line. I am pulling things out of my memory bank. Amen. I told you remember means to keep something in your memory while recall means to access your memory, but you can't access something that's not there. Amen. If you didn't buy a computer, you can't have access to a computer. Come on, someone. If you didn't listen to instructions, you have nothing to recall in terms of what you have heard. So we got to work on that. Amen. We got to work on what's in our memory.
memory. Um, things are coming to the surface. Something is being recalled, but is that not the truth? It's not the word of God. It's not instructions according to the word of God, but something is being recalled. And we see that all throughout the land, hatred is being recalled. Come on, malice, backbiting. Come on, lying, cheating. Everything that's contrary to the word of God is what people are acting on because that's what's coming to their memory. That's what's in their memory bank. Amen. But we have to feed ourselves the word of God. Come on. We have to be in the word and we have to stay prayer. We have to pray without ceasing. Come on. And we just got to stand, be in position with God. We need to seek his presence. We need to seek for his word. Amen. We need to seek to be pleasing unto him and not unto men. But something has to be there. And I remember my years of, of being a musician and being in the church. I was in the church, but the church was not in me. I, I won't doing this, that, and everything, but I didn't have that personal relationship with Christ. And so when I went through hard times, the word didn't come. It wasn't what I recall. What I recall was depression. What I recall was everything negative the enemy had been feeding me. Come on, somebody. We're listening to him too much that when we go through hard times, the only thing we are recalling is what he he said, amen, what he has, what he has declared over us, death, amen, destruction, come on, everything that's contrary to the word of God, and so you got to be careful who you're listening to all day long, because whoever you're listening to is what you will recall, amen, that's a word in itself, and so that was my life, I was only listening to the enemy, and I was coming into agreement with everything he was saying to me about me, and the people in my life, and my life, and so when hard time comes, came. And when I found myself in a pickle situation, the only thing I recalled was what he declared, was what he said to me, because that's the only one I was listening to. I was in the church, but I wasn't listening to the word of God. Amen. And I definitely won't study in it for myself. And so in my bad times and in my deepest and my darkest hour, the only voice I was hearing, the only thing I was accessing was what the enemy had told me. And I pray that that's triggering something to somebody else. And we, I had to change what I was storing. Amen. I had to, I had to, I had to change what I was listening to that was being stored in my memory bank. Again, I pray that this is a good word for someone because you're wondering why you always result into certain behaviors and reactions to things. Um, why am I always remembering this? Why is I'm always reacting the same way in certain situations? Because you're recalling the wrong things. You're recalling how you're supposed to respond in vengeance. That's what you're recalling because that's what you're listening to all the time. That's what's being stored up in you. But glory be to God, we can change what's in the memory bank. Amen. We can be more of Christ and less of us, more of Christ and less of the enemy. What you fill yourself with, that's what you're going to bring forth. Amen. And we know this has been preached to us over and over and over, but we not know how it's practical in our lives. That this is how we're being defeated because of what's stored in our memory, that total recall. You were there, but you weren't in it. Come on, you, won't, you were at church, but you weren't present. Come on, you, everybody else was entering into his presence. But you were still stuck in who you were and everything going on in your life and your own personal agenda. And you missed the opportunity to be filling your memory bay, to be filled with the presence of God, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Come on, to be revived in your spirit. 
that when the hard times come on the wake, come on, there's something that comes up inside of you to remind you who you are, whose you are, and how he's working it out for you. Oh, we ain't got time to be mad at the enemy, at our enemies. We ain't got time to be playing these games with the world and with people in our lives. Because what we're bringing forth, come on, memory, I told you the flesh has selective memory. Remember I told you that last week? It has selective memory. And I thought about the women that, that when you forget what he said and you haven't had that total recall, you reflect back to what's traditional. I get that now. When I was studying this, I said, I get this. Because sometimes I get frustrated with people that stick with what is traditionally done. It's because they have nothing else to recall. Come on, the spirit is not working on the inside of them to bring new revelation, to lead and guide them. So all they know is tradition because this is what the ladies did. Christ is dead, and all they knew was the tradition of preparing his body, bringing spices. Come on. That's what they did. They came to the, to the tomb to do what was traditionally done. And that's what the flesh does. When, when you don't know what to do, the, the, the flesh will guide you into tradition. Come on. Anything, you know what to do to look religious. And to them, because they have forgotten what he said, they knew the religious thing to do. And this is what some of us are trapped at in the household of faith. We're trapped in the tradition because right now when I told you in John 14 and 26, he said, but the Confident, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, shall teach you all things and bring all things back to your remembrance. Without the Holy Ghost, all you're going to ever default back to is tradition and your own agenda. But when the Holy Spirit comes in, comes new revelation. There comes an understanding that surpasses all understanding. Amen. I know I didn't quote that particular scripture right, but you get what I mean. Comes an understanding that the fall that sometimes is contrary to traditionally what is done. Come on, he recalls something. You recall something he told you that's contrary to the program you're trying to follow. Come on, when the spirit comes in, it shifts the atmosphere. It shifts your direction. It shifts your perspective. It shifts you into a place of mind to be more like Christ. And they think that, that Christ's mind be in you. Amen. I pray that I haven't lost you. But this is what happens in the flesh. We, tr we, we fall back to what is traditional. Come on, they came to the sepulchre bringing spices that they had prepared and certain others with them. They were going to what was tradition, and that's what we do. We practice religion. And that's the appearance of holiness. Christ got us straight about that when he came. And then Paul picked that back up, talking about circumcision and uncircumcisions. With that religious practice, that appearance of holiness without grace, without that piercing, the, the circumcision of the heart. And the Holy Ghost, when it comes in, it brings humility. It brings patience. It rejoices in the truth because that total recall brings back what Christ said and what Christ is trying to achieve, what he's trying, his agenda in the earth, what he has planned for man's salvation. That's what comes to the forefront. Not how I want things to be, but not my will, but his will. That's what the Spirit did. That's what it does. That's what he designed it to do. He did not want us caught up in religious practice because there's no benefit there. We still lost. We still live in condemnation. 
Because we cannot fulfill the law without the Spirit. Because the Spirit brings in grace. And we come to understand that it's Christ in me, not the world that I must follow. But I must listen to Christ. I must let him increase in me. That it be about him. Amen. And I just want to encourage us with that. I'm going to play a little bit of music because I want us to encourage. I want us to have a total recall of just how good God has been. Come on, praise the Lord because he's so for tuning in today and spending time with me and remember today and throughout every day to rejoice and be glad God loves you